Hello everyone, my name is Carl Hillary Okoth and welcome again to a very exciting time here at God's Wisdom Podcast. As always, it's always a pleasure for you to tune in. May God continue to bless you, to encourage you wherever you are. And may God supply His peace and His grace upon your life. And thank you so much as we are going to start this episode. May you feel relaxed and may you feel at home. And may the Lord continue to pour out His blessing his grace and his peace upon your life. Amen. So today we want to speak about the wisdom of God. And literally it has been something um, that has been a defining moment in this podcast because this podcast literally about two years ago I, I started it and by God's grace, I gave it the name of God's Wisdom Podcast, which it now is, now it's about two years. And <clears throat> the reason why God allowed me to, I believe God allowed me to name the podcast as such, as God's Wisdom Podcast, I believe it's to know more about God's heart. And literally, um, the world itself and everything in the world it's so different. The kingdom of the world and the kingdom of heaven is so different. How they define their terms and every aspect of the kingdom is very different. And what I want you to know about the wisdom of God is not something, it's not like how the world defines it. The world defines wisdom as the application of the knowledge that you have. The world defines wisdom as the experience that you have gained and now you can be able to practically apply it in everyday circumstance. But now when you look at the wisdom of God, you look at how it operates and you look what literally is the wisdom of God. It's so different. And first to begin with, the wisdom of God is not a subject. It's not uh, something to... You, you can literally say that you have literally gotten it because the wisdom of God is literally the spirit of God. In the book of Isaiah chapter 11, when you open Isaiah chapter 11, it speaks about Jesus before he's born. And literally Isaiah is prophesying about Jesus Christ. And now Isaiah in the book of Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1, he says that a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse and from the root of as a branch and bear fruit. But with righteousness he will judge the needy, with justice he will give decisions for, poor, for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with a rod and with the breath he will slay the wicked. And now when you continue reading the book of Isaiah, he says that the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom, and the spirit of understanding. Literally, this, let me repeat, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. And this is something so foreign in such kind of, when Isaiah is prophesying the Messiah to be born, he's saying that the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. He's saying these words in an, area in a covenant where the spirit of the lord usually came upon a person to do a specific need and it will live for example the time when it came upon 
for example, when you look at at Samson in the Bible, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily and he defeated him. And literally, I believe after that, he was an ordinary man. He had to depend on the Spirit of the Lord to come upon him. So in this uh, covenant to say where the Spirit of the Lord tabernacles, then it it moves because there's no there's not yet a firm foundation laid by the blood of Jesus Christ for the Spirit of the Lord to rest upon. So the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding. So the Spirit of wisdom. So this blows my mind because I, when I began the podcast, I literally knew that that's, wisdom is a subject. But now when we grow together, we find out that wisdom is no longer a subject, but wisdom is now a spirit. And now it's the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding. And now the Bible says, so the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, and the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And you can see how they cannot overlap one another. When there is the spirit of wisdom, there's the spirit of understanding. While there's the spirit of counsel, there's the spirit of might behind it. And now with the spirit of knowledge, there's also the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And because you know the essence, you know now the basic, the, 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 the wisdom of the Lord, the wisdom of God himself is his spirit. And Jesus, one day when Jesus was um, in, the, in the Bible, literally in the book of John chapter 4, where Jesus he, himself, he was in Samaria. And the Bible says, Now uh, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore being weary from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came and to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. And now you, ca- you can see the, the thing that's happening. That there is this story of a woman, of a Samaritan woman and of, a, of Jesus himself. And they had no dealings with each other. And now Jesus is drawing water. He's, he's asking for water from the Samaritan woman. While the Samaritan woman has many um, barriers and traditions that has kept them from being uh, uh, in communion. So, so when it came to a point when he, she realized that I'm speaking to the Messiah, I'm speaking to he, and she's the first person Jesus revealed himself to. When she's, she realized it, Jesus actually told him something. He, Jesus said, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And to draw a line on that, to draw a, a connection on that, we can find out that in order to please God, in order to walk with God, in order to be in oneness with God, we, we have to know his way. And Jesus said 
that for those who want who has who worships for those it's it literally says that but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father is seeking such to worship him god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth so because now god is spirit the divinity the essence of god himself is spirit the now god is now jesus is saying the only way you can worship god is through the spirit and i believe the only and i believe the only way we can operate and know his will is through seeking the wisdom the spirit of wisdom it's something to be sought after something to be yearned after because god will literally be pouring out his grace will be pouring out his spirit but when your heart is full of worries your heart is full of all these things that the riches of the world it chokes out what god is literally pouring out in your life now god wants you to know in this season that he is pouring out the spirit of truth why the spirit of wisdom why because he wants you to know him and this we can literally find in the book of ephesians the book of ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 the prayer that paul makes to the church of ephesus and and actually paul prayed this prayer and i believe that it's our our if it's our mandate it's something to be uh, to be always praying because it says that i always pray the bible says in the book of us in the book of ephesians 1:17 i always pray that god that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep and a personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him for we know the father through the son so there's no any other way god is spirit if you want to worship him you have to worship you must worship him in truth and in spirit literally there's a time when nicodemus came to jesus at night and jesus said something that there ha- it it was like if you are not born you you have to be born again that's one of the thing he told to because and another thing that he pointed out he said that as moses was lifted up so must the son of man be lifted up so that whoever believes on him shall not perish so god wants you to know him and the, i believe the only way you can have an intimate insight and a person of who he is is through having and, and through praying that the lord may grant you a spirit of wisdom so it's something to be yearned about to be to be fascinated to know more to seek after and this is what the literally proverbs literally summarizes it says more about wisdom that her price is worth more than rubies seek her instead of gold and, and silver seek wisdom because when you 
seek wisdom, all this will follow. And Jesus said in the book of Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all this shall be added unto you. And I believe uh, when you walk in an area where it's being added, and in an area of abundance, that's where you'll have your true you'll have your true knowledge of who you are in Christ. It always takes wisdom. So it says, I always pray that God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep insight, a deep personal intimate insight into the knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son, and I pray that your eyes of your heart, the very center of your core being, may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his saint. So all this to know your purpose in life, to know who God is, to know to know the true knowledge of the Father through the Son, all this is entailed through the spirit of wisdom. And Paul prayed a prayer. In, not he prayed a prayer. He said something. Let me, let me check it out. He said something, and it's in the book of Corinthians. He said, so he said in the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, he said, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And ignorance pays a lot. It will cost you. There's a time my dad, uh, he, he sat me down and he, and he said something to me. He said, my son, there's something that, he's now almost 60 years old, my dad. He said that, my son, there's something that I want to tell you that has cost me my 60 years. The first thing is ignorance. And the second thing is not working for the church, not giving yourself for the church, either financially, physically, not giving yourself for the church. So in the part of ignorance, it's expensive. And now Paul is writing in the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1, saying, now, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't be ignorant about the spiritual gift. And one of the, the spiritual gifts, he says that there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. There are diversity of ministry but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activity but the same God who works in all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For one is given the word of wisdom. And you can now look at the hierarchy, at the pin of the hierarchy of how they have been laid down. The first thing that the Holy Spirit wants us to know, He wants us to credit, He wants us to cherish, He wants us to seek after, according to the Bible in the book of 1 Corinthians, the one, the first, which is prized, which is said, he says, for one is given to the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit. So, 
wisdom is given the first priority. And when I speak about wisdom, I'm not speaking about something that is so foreign, something that will will check it out. Because now in the book of in the same book of Corinthians, it says that but to him you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom. So it's all about Jesus Christ. Jesus is the one who became for us wisdom. And we we are not to pursue the hand. The, we are to pursue him as the, our wisdom. Him as our knowledge. The moment we see Christ himself being our wisdom, because in the book of, in the Bible says that, that, but of him you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God. And how did he become wisdom from God? And righteousness, through righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Holiness, righteousness and redemption. That's how the wisdom of God has been portrayed to us through Jesus Christ. And God wants us to see him. The moment we see him, we see his wisdom, how he, he has made us just, how we are forgiven, how we are cherished. The moment we see how Jesus Christ has become for us wisdom, and now because he lived, he died, and he rose again, we are made just, we are made righteous. Because of him, we, because he's holy, now we are holy. As he is in heaven, so are we in this world. The moment we see him we become like him we are being transformed into the same image and now when i say that seek after wisdom i want you to open your eyes to see christ becoming your wisdom that's what i'm saying you're seeing christ becoming your wisdom in any area for example maybe you have a you have some place you have to go to and you're fearful of maybe um the the accident or any other thing i believe the best way you can say is that thank you jesus that you have become you have become my protection as you are protected in heaven so am i protected as nothing is bound so am i in this world that's when you're exercising the wisdom of god who is and without wisdom literally without the revelation of knowing who you are in christ that's where all these things will um, diverge. They will scatter abroad. So we have to see him, how majestic he is, how, how kind he is, how he is so awesome in every, in every area that he cannot be bound. He has to give himself for the world. That's who he is. And the moment we see him, we have changed into the same image. We are changed into the image of Christ because he is a good God. He's the one who cares for us. He's the one who always wants the best for us. So let us continue looking upon him. Maybe you have an addiction and you're wondering how can the wisdom of God help me in this area? It's by the divine, the divine exchange. We are exercising the wisdom how through the divine exchange that thank you Lord that you have become you are judged because of this sickness because of this addiction you are judged now I am free 
And now they are characteristic of wisdom, the wisdom from above. The book of James, it says that the wisdom that is from above, that comes from above, it comes from above. It says, James 3.17, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, it has peace, then it's gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So that's the wisdom from above. And it's all about Jesus. The moment you are walking in it, the moment you are um, you are speaking forth. You are, you just see Jesus. You just see how pure He is. You see how peaceable, how gentle, how easy to be entreated. How He is full of mercy and good fruits. The moment we see Him is the moment we become like Him. So I believe that. And if you feel that you lack wisdom, if you feel that I, I, I don't think if I have wisdom. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verses 5 to 8 that if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives to all generously without finding fault and it will be given to you. So maybe you are asking God for wisdom for your parenting, wisdom for applying for a job, wisdom for your relationship. Start asking. Start asking for the wisdom of God. And God literally is delighted God finds, God finds joy the moment you are asking for wisdom. So the Bible says if any of you lack wisdom, maybe in your parenting, maybe in your social life, if you lack, if you don't see a way through, literally, ask God and pray for the spirit of wisdom inside you. Pray that God may give you that spirit of wisdom. And the moment you pray, actually you'll see things unveiling, things showing up. And now may God continue to bless you. May the Lord continue to encourage you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.